and hello everybody. I hope I say we changed it, but um, in this week's episode, we cover a plethora of things. Take it, Kevin. Uh, first of all, the song that you're listening to is the Binary Sunset, written and composed by John Williams for the film Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. On uh, today's episode, uh, Pat went over his review for the film Collateral Beauty. Our throwback flicks of the week were Angry Birds and Morris in America. Yeah. <laughs> no, Morris. I was about Morris to say from Morris America. Mayhem for some reason. <laughs> Morris from America. Morris from America. Mm. Um, our, we went over the trailers for War for the Planet of the Apes and the Spider-Man uh, Homecoming trailer. And we spoke about what we would love to see in the film Rogue One. Stay tuned. Hello, everybody. Everybody, hello. And welcome to We Synced It. I Synced It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies, TV, and the entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing today? Pretty, pretty good. Um, Getting close to Christmas. Close close to christmas are you excited pat i am ecstatic <clears throat> i know i really can't tell right now because uh eh, it's not really that cold you know i really need christmas to be cold again <laughs> rather than trying to make america great again maybe we should try to make christmas cold again because uh it's warm we're supposed to have a a dreary day and it looks dreary but the weather out here is like not that frightful <laughs> <laughs> It's like cloudy and raining, but you're sweating at the same time yeah. as it's happening because it's Seriously. so humid. <clears throat> so we got a lot to talk about tonight. Yep. Uh, Pat was able to go see an advanced screening of the film Collateral Collateral Beauty starring Will Smith. Yeah. And Pat, what do you think about it? Um, I thought the movie was well done. I, I think also that uh, all the actors in the movie did a smashing job. They all acted their asses off. They did their job. That's basically what happened. Um, for the most part, um, what did I take away from this movie? Oh, it's one of those takes one to grow on movies. Um, just like, uh, what's the name of that movie? Winter's Tale. I'm not really sure if that's correct, but uh, outside of the movie with me and Daniel, there was a, there was a couple that said, oh, it's just like uh, Winter's Tale. And I'm like, Winter's Tale, I guess Winter's Tale is just like this, so I'm going to say that this movie is just like that as well, <laughs> even though I've never seen that movie, but uh, I think that's also one of those Christmas movies that not, that's not really Christmassy. I know it's one of those movies I just never saw before. Um, I really believe that um, this movie, the way that it was shot, I, I think they should shoot more rom-coms like this. The way that, because the way they shot, uh, they shoot rom coms is like so colorful. It's um, it's like you know what you're getting into, kind of thing. Like so happy, go lucky, kind of thing. 
rom com should be shot in a uh, a realistic fashion. This one right here, it seems like I know it wasn't really a rom com, but it had a little bit of romance in it. Everything is romance. Everything. Everything has romance in it. And I seriously believe that this movie had it too. Um, compared to Concussion, uh, Concussion, his other previous work, uh, which came out last year at the same time, I believe that this movie is hella better than Concussion. I'm not saying that because uh, his uh, accent was um, uh, was not my favorite. I'm not a fan of it. But uh, I really believe that this movie was a lot better than his uh, his recent work. And what can I say about this movie? I I'm could I even give it like an Oscar nod? No. It's it's a good why, movie. Why why do you why do you not see it getting an Oscar nod? I don't know, man. It's like I've seen better from everybody on the cast. So to give this movie an Oscar nod, that's one of those movies like nah. It's to me, to give this movie an Oscar nod, it will be just like giving a romantic comedy an Oscar nod. It's like, why? Or an action movie an Oscar nod. Why? It's, it's not because they didn't put in the work. It's not because it didn't look good. It's not because uh, they didn't uh, put in the budget to go for it. They didn't want to go for it. It's like, that just doesn't happen. Action movies don't get Oscar nominations. I'm okay with that. That's never happened in my life. You can say Bat, uh, Batman, the Christopher Nolan ones, they got Oscar nominations. But it's still like, that's not really an action movie. Those are more dramas, right? <coughs> they call them. Those are like, those are like compound senses or something. They're, they're like a mixture of action and drama, but more on, it's heavier on the drama than it would be action. So this movie is just... I don't think it's going to get Oscar nominated, even though. Nah, I wouldn't give it an Oscar nom. <laughs> I wouldn't. But People's Choice, yeah, definitely. I think everybody, the whole cast deserves uh, a People's Choice Award, even though I don't even know what that award looks like. What does it look like? Is that the one with the people, the, the lady with the wings holding the globe? That's the Golden Globes. Uh, Should have said. Should have known. <laughs> then what the hell is the People's Choice? Is it a guy with a thumbs up? Dude, I know MTV has the astronaut. On top of uh, a corn, uh, what you call it? A box of it's a popcorn. popcorn. Yeah, with the flag that's ro- that can ro- that can rotate. But um, what the hell is a People's Choice Award looks like? I have no idea. I know the Teen Choice Award is a surfboard. Yeah, that's a surfboard. Nickelodeon is the the blimp. Um, People's Choice. I don't know what you I don't know what you I mean, you guys got to step your game up, Emmy. Uh- fuck is an emmy an emmy is it's weird it's like this spirally <laughs> thing okay yeah okay yeah i've seen it on tv shows uh, yeah i've seen it on tv shows wait isn't that the emmy's the one with the it has wings too right oh no wait okay so the emmy i uh, yeah the emmy's the one with the the woman with, with the, the wings, wings. okay the, the character with the wings yeah then the golden globe i guess is just a globe or it's the globe with like a spirally thing yeah, <clears throat> is it? Because now I'm thinking about the Grammys. No, God, no, no. <laughs> See, nobody. Well, really the Grammy knows. is the the record player. Yeah, the, it's the record the, player with yeah. the thing, and the gramophone. I mean, the one that everybody wants is the Oscars, and everybody know what that looks like. It's a guy holding another guy, 
That's all it is. A guy holding another guy. Yeah, it's a guy like this. He has the guy. It's a naked guy holding a smaller version of himself to his chest. It's like that. He's holding a smaller version of himself to his chest. You haven't seen it? I mean, I've taken a look I, at I it. I don't think I've ever seen it that close. Oh, up for real? Yeah. I was like, it's... what does the Oscar look like? And it's just a guy holding another guy, which probably that little guy is holding another guy. So it's an infinity thing. I don't think they think that detailed into it, but man, probably. But um, I would say everybody should watch this movie. It's um, a good movie to watch around the holidays. Um, I mean, is it a tearjerker? Yeah. I didn't cry because I'm no pansy. But um, a lot of people in the movie theaters did. And I would prefer you people watch this movie at um, what's the name of those, those theaters? those uh assigned seating theaters the ones that you can lay back with the reclining chair they you can place your order uh, and stuff like that. the ipic movie theaters or i know i'm not really sure what you guys call it around where your where your neck of the woods is but uh over here we call it ipic it's like high class seating for moviegoers go watch it over there so you can get real comfortable so you can get real vulnerable because this movie is going to open you up like a bag of Skittles and just see all those colors that you got going on in there. And you get to see who you really are. And that's my view for Collateral Beauty. <laughs> Hope you enjoy. So, <laughs> wait, wait, but um, the movie deals with four different aspects, right? It's like time. Yeah, it's three. It's, uh, oh, shit. I really <clears throat> didn't review this movie. It's about time, love, and death. So... Out of time, love, and death, mm. out of three things, how mm. many? I'm trying to question. I'm trying to word this question right. What happened? How do we rate this movie? How will we rate it? Yeah. Out of uh, five fills that you get, taste, smell. No, that can't work. How would you rate this movie? Um, because it's supposed to be he's he's talking to the cosmos. That's what he's supposed to talk. All right. Well, then let's just stick to stars. <laughs> the, yeah, because out of five stars, to, what do you give this? Um, out of five stars, I give this movie a four. A four. Yeah, I give this movie a four. Yeah, because you know, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> I'm playing with the soundboard. <laughs> that shit scared the shit out of me, man. I give this movie a solid four because uh, I would watch it again. Um. I would definitely watch it, especially with the chick who hasn't watched this movie. I'll say, yo, 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 we can check this out together kind of thing. Um, this is a tearjerker. I didn't cry. Just, just uh, I'm just saying I'm just here for a friend. <laughs> I'm just uh, saying that it is for a friend. But uh, it was a good movie. It was a dope-ass flick. And everybody should give it a watch, even though the day that it comes out is a terrible day, because that is the day that Rogue One is released. Oh, no. no it's not <laughs> I know it's happen. not. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things that's going to happen, because it is around the holiday season. What's going to happen is that some people are going to watch Rogue One, and then there's going to be those couples who can't watch Rogue One, because one of them may not want to. So they're going to watch this movie, because it's a Will Smith movie. And you know what, what I don't like about that? Is that the person who's dragged to watch this movie is gonna be is gonna already gonna be in a negative heart <laughs> kind of thing. It's gonna have like a negative heart, a negative space. So when they watch this movie, they're basically gonna be in this uh no, nah, I didn't like it. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't like to say, dude, did you even watch the movie? Nah. I went and watched the Rogue One. She ain't want to. So I, I don't care. I don't like it. Say, dog. I, I now sound like Norm Norm McDonald. <laughs> nah, I didn't want to watch it. I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> I didn't want to watch it. And uh, she want to watch it. So I was like, uh, I didn't like it. Zero stars, if that's possible. But this movie is really good. <clears throat> um, I, I I don't know what Rotten Tomatoes is going to give it, but I'm saying it's going to be either in the high 70s or the high 80s. High 70s. It's 70 and up. That's why I see that Rotten Tomatoes is going to give it. And I guarantee you people are going to be like, whoa, hey, Will Smith did a good job on this movie. For those people who are saying those naysayers about Will Smith. And I seriously believe that uh, he's, he's barely in the movie. Not barely in the movie, but the movie's not really about him, even though he's on the cover and everything. But he's he is the drawer. He is the 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 blockbuster draw for this movie. But the movie's not really about him. It's about everybody. But it just focuses on him because he is the reason why it's about everybody kind of shit. If you guys didn't understand that, watch the movie. Watch it. Give it a watch. Give it a gander. And you know what they say was good for the gander? It's good for the goose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now moving on to our throwbacks. Um, so this month, uh, there's a lot of good a lot of good movies being added to Netflix. Yeah. Um, Captain America Civil War, mm-hmm. Mighty Ducks 2, all these uh, great movies and... One of the movies that got added was Angry Birds, and I got to see it. How was that? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a movie based off of a popular app. Like, it's, you know, the 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 bar can only be set so high, you know? <laughs> um, with what, I mean, with the limited material that the writers had, it wasn't that bad. Like, it's not a bad animated film. Mm-hmm. The animation, some of it's actually pretty good. I noticed like they added a lot of good detail uh, with the scenery. <clears throat> but, I mean, it's a bunch of angry birds versus pigs. And they're basically trying to knock down the kingdom of the pigs. I mean, it's really like the app come to life. Um, however, an amazing cast. Let's see who we have. We had Jason Sudeikis. Oh, shit. We had Bill Hader, Maya Rudolph, Danny McBride, Kate McKinnon, Key from Key and Peele, uh, Hannibal Burris. I mean, an all-star comedy cast. Really? <clears throat> but yeah. the movie still fell short. Um, hmm. I wonder why. <laughs> I mean, once again, this is basically kind of like what happened to like Mario Brothers You know, when they made the movie. They only had so much material to work with. They tried to make sense out of it. Didn't work out. Um, this is like kind of like the curse of what happens when like video games uh, get transitioned into films. It's like I mean, we have, we have one coming out this year, and Assassin's Creed that's supposed to be released on the twenty first. Assassin's Creed, but I think there's a, a a little bit more content that they can work with with Assassin's Creed. There was. A lot of content that they could have worked with with Resident Evil, mm-hmm. but I just feel like the director they just, just felt they yeah. just said they didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I seriously believe that in the Resident Evil thing, they just they stopped giving a fuck after the first one because the first one was watchable, and I remember like, yeah, man, this is awesome, and the ending to the first one was cool, but then the second one was like, what happened? What's going on here? Then the third one, then the fourth one, and I think they're working on the fifth one. 
She got powers now. I never had powers when I played Resident Evil. <laughs> I never had powers. I was I didn't I was not able to do telekinesis. But um no and then um so yeah, some movies may may have a little bit of more content to work with. This one unfortunately didn't. Um this is a game that you play on your phone with one hand. Mm-hmm. To turn it into a movie, like it's it's actually a pretty big obstacle to overcome. Um, the movie had a budget of seventy three million, and the box office did three hundred and forty nine million. Really? So financially, it was a success. No fucking way. Yeah. Really? However, when it comes to reviews, you know, forty three percent on Rotten wait, Tomatoes. Three hundred and thirty nine million dollars that movie made. Uh huh. On a budget of seventy three. But keep in mind, the majority of the people that went to go see this movie were kids that play the game. So a so lot. Parents are paying. You know, I you know I'm not a parent, so I'm not letting my kid watch the trash, man. <laughs> so you're gonna have to wait. So for a movie based off of a simple app, wasn't bad. For an animated film, going up against movies like Finding Dory, yeah. Uh, you know all these like Pixar and Disney and uh, Minions movie. Oh. No, it, it it totally fell short. The movie Did gets it? the movie the movie gets straight to the point really quick, really really quick. Um, you really don't care much about these characters. I just watched it literally because there was nothing else on. <laughs> That's understandable. So it's definitely understandable. Out of five Angry Birds, I'm gonna have to give it a two and a half. Mm. Two and a half. All right. And Pat, yours was Miss Peregrine, Miss Peregrine's home for per- peculiar children. Yeah, uh, I watched this movie uh, yesterday, and um, I realized that. Nah, I don't want to talk about it, because <laughs> the only thing I was going to talk about is Eva Green. That's going to be pretty much my whole thing, and I'm like, I got too much heart for Eva Green and Tim Burton's. So I want to talk about Morris. The movie Morris from America. It's a movie that's on uh, Amazon right now. It's on Amazon Prime. And it has the cast of it is um, Morris from. You got Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. Yeah. From The Office. From The Office. Or everybody knows him as the person who uh, he's on our he's on our actual podcast but he only says one line and then he just walks away because he we haven't paid him for it but thank you craig um <laughs> I think that, yep. yeah <laughs> this guy's uh and the, the lead character of this movie is marquise christmas <laughs> which is i didn't know that was his last name but that's pretty funny but this movie is about a guy who uh he used to play football he's my bad not football he used to play soccer in uh, Germany, um, he ends up living in Germany, taking his kid who used to live in New York to Germany with him, and they end up living over there. Now he's a coach, and he's getting good money. So now his kid has to grow up in another country, learn another language, fall in love with different girls than American girls, and it's just awkwardness all over this movie like everything about this movie was just awkward from uh the girl that he likes she leaves her there's one moment in the movie that she leaves they're in a bus together they're sharing headbuds together and he's over here like oh shit he thinking that they have a tender moment kind of thing 
and there was this moment that um <clears throat> she puts her hand down but it was like i think she wants you to hold her hand kind of thing but he didn't go for it so then it just cut to another shot and then they're on the bus and then when she gets off the bus she said oh this is my stop she asks for her jacket but the bus pulls off so he has her jacket he takes it home with him he puts it on a pillow and dances with the jacket to some slow music like that was her kind of shit and then he he starts to dry hump this jacket oh my god and then i was like what is going on this is so awkward but you know what he's a kid man he was only 13 he was supposed to be 13 year old in the movie and um it was like one of those 13 year old awkward things that he was doing and on top of that he had to learn different language and there was already the stigma of being black so whatever he did whatever he uh whatever bad negative thing that happened at the school they automatically blamed him because one of the teachers pulled him over to the side and says oh one of the girls they found this and it was marijuana he says did you did you bring this to the school and he was like no i didn't he says, i don't i don't smoke marijuana i don't do drugs he says did you bring this because if you brought this i can call the cops right now kind of shit and it was like what the fuck because it was just a whole bunch of weirdness and there was this this chick who was in the movie her name is carla jury gorgeous woman but she wore no makeup which i know that too she she had one of those those pretty faces that was like um what how can i say it's like morning conversation beauty like you wake up and you just talking to your chick in the morning is like god damn it you're beautiful <laughs> kind of thing and she just had one of those like that was her face regular no makeup kind of thing and I was like, yeah, man, she flies fuck. But that's my movie that I'm reviewing. I hope everybody take a look at it. It's on um, Amazon Prime. If you don't got Amazon Prime, you can get it on any VOD. It's on VOD, so you guys just check it out. It's one of those cool movies. All right. Uh, so those were our throwback flicks of the week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now moving on to uh, we want to talk a little bit about couple more movie trailers that have come out Mm -hmm. this month has been the month of movie trailers right in time for the holidays right in time for that perfect moment where we just get hyped up about spending money (laughs) either if it's not on christmas gifts then it's uh going to the movies and seeing movies um so the most talked about trailer this week is now the spider-man homecoming trailer which if you go on our facebook page you can actually see it um I am excited to see the Spider-Man. I am actually kind of hyped up to really? see. What are, you're not. Uh, <clears throat> disapp- some people were disappointed that uh, Iron Man's gonna be in the movie. Like, but he has to be. Like, it's an Avengers movie. Like, it's yeah. It's I, supposed to be the kids' introduction yeah, to the Avengers. I understand that completely. I just don't know why people are uh, uh. butt hurt over Iron Man being in the movie. It's supposed to be like his. It's, I, I think of it as a. Uh, an uncle role kind of thing like he's supposed to take you under his wing well even though his uncle passed away but it's supposed to, yeah damn but it's supposed to be like a mentor kind of thing yeah so it makes perfect sense um i think the casting was a good idea mm-hmm. i think this kid actually looks right as peter parker he's younger um i was reading online that he actually enrolled into a, a high school in new york so that he can like because he's like he's not american he's british 
So well, already I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> They're not even hiring anybody from uh, locally. They got to go. Uh, yeah, go out of the country. All right. So he actually enrolled himself secretly into a New York public high school, mm-hmm. just so that he can get the feel of how kids in New York are, and how public schools in New York are. Um, right size, right height. Um, He's got the little quips, you can tell. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got the like the funny little comebacks. Um, I like the fact that when the movie starts, the music that they play is it sounds like a like a teen comedy. Yeah, yeah. That uh, let me, let me, let me see if uh, I can play it. Jesus Christ, what's the name of that group? It's from Empires of the Sun. Oh, is that where? No, I'm totally wrong. It's not Empires of the Sun. Yeah, it is Empires from the uh, Sun. Empire of the Sun, yeah. It is. Um, let me see. I got yeah, it's right. Empires from the Sun. <clears throat> yeah, I had I had a totally different feel from it when I watched that. What's up, guys? Wait a minute. You guys aren't the real Avengers. I can tell Hulk gives it away. This is from an actual comic book that opened the scene. Really? Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> Is Liz getting top? No, we've seen that before. In this scene right here, that skirt. dude, I remember She's in high school doing that shit, man. Creepy, though. Yeah. With my friend be like, just that was creeping out as people watching. As yeah, the people watching like. God damn, dude! Look, I can't believe he came out like that. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Nah. And definitely don't do anything I wouldn't do. There's a little gray area in there, and that's where you operate. Oh, all right. That's not a hug. I'm just grabbing the door for you. Good luck out there. Listen, I know school sucks. Peter, you still with us? Uh, yeah, yeah. I know you want to save the world, but. You're not ready yet. You're the Spider-Man. No, I'm not. I'm not. This is just a costume. This is from the ceiling. <laughs> stay close to the ground. And stay out of trouble. You know what? Yeah, and that outfit, that um, the hawk, that's the name, right? The vulture. Vulture. Wrong bird of prey. But uh, that the outfit looks dope as shit. I'm really sorry. I'm so busy. I'm slammed. Don't mess with me. Because I will kill you and everybody you love. Yeah, 7717. So this is Michael Keaton's third time playing a bird. Or not a bird, a flying animal. First a bat... Then he was Birdman. Now he's the Vulture. Wow. <laughs> Tight cast much. <laughs> but he does a good job at it. Each one of those movies, he did a great job at playing a bird or uh, a winged creature. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But um, I don't know how they're going to throw him into the whole uh, Infinity War and everything. Well, I know. I noticed that, like, you know, all the Marvel movies... They end and they have like that secret scene at the end of the credits or in the middle of the credits or whatever. And it's usually um, 
teasing whatever new movie, new yeah. Marvel Marvel movies coming out. So what new mo- what new Marvel movie would be coming out that this movie could be teasing? Guardians um, of the Galaxy, Black Panther, Thor, Black Panther, and Miss Marvel. <clears throat> oh yeah, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel's coming. That's out a good too. point. They got those movies. Um, they so, got the Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't. But to be honest, I would really like to. And on uh, on top of that. I would like to have seen uh, how he was fighting crime before what's name gave him the suit. Mm. Because I know they showed it in Civil War. They showed that he had these goggles on and that's how he was fighting crime before. But I would really like to see, you know, him actually do it other than just they might do it in the flashback because I know they're going to show uh, Aunt, Aunt Ben uh, taking a bullet to the chest. They might just show that. Uncle Ben. Auntie Ben. Uncle <laughs> Uncle Ben, they might show him uh, taking a shot to the chest. Uncle Ben's a drag queen. Yeah. <laughs> they might show him taking a shot to the chest, and you might see him uh, just, I think it's just going to be a flashback. If they don't do that, I'm I'm good with that, too, because uh, we've seen him die twice. He's I'm tired twice. of it. I'm, yeah. I'm the same way I'm tired of X-Men introducing Wolverine. Yeah, he's been introduced a lot of times. He's there, what would they call him, uh... Golden Goose, if you will, he has to be. He has to be in there just so they can sell tickets, kind of thing. And you know what? I would blame the people at Comic Con for him being in the movie because every time they show that trailer, I remember they showed the trailer from Comic Con. Everybody always screams and say, "Yeah!" But if they would just be like, eh, <laughs> "Then maybe they wouldn't put him in the movie." And then you, you were the one who told me that. Uh, well, speaking of X Men. That uh the re the, the thing that's wrong with X Men movies is that it's always like they're fighting for the first time. Yes, we saw it in First Class. Mm-hmm. We saw it in we didn't see it so much in Days of Future Past, but there really wasn't that much fighting in Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. except for that opening sequence. Uh, we saw it in this movie, X Men Apocalypse. Mm. We saw it in X Men Part One. And X Men Part Two still not a, not a lot of fighting, and then X Men Three. It's like Wolverine is leading like a new generation of X Men once again. Yeah. He's got like Colossus. He's got Iceman fighting with him for the first time. Like we get it. I want to see X Men at their prime yeah. fighting. X Men should be fighting the same <clears throat> way that uh that the the same fights that we saw in Civil War. That's the kind of fights we be, we should be seeing on X Men now. The people in Civil War. Um, not all of those people were Avengers and they were clicking like, like clickers. <laughs> Dude, that was Spider-Man's first time fighting with them and he was finding like, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Dude, it's like, uh, it's like a X-Men is like, um, it's like they're, they're kind of like scared. Quirky. It's quirky, it's like, man. It's, it's, it's like, you know, they are, they're like a movie with, uh, what's that? Zoe Deschanel in it. It's corky. Whoa, what am I supposed to do? I'm just a corky, lovable girl kind of thing. Because they they don't get it. He says, I just want you to walk down these goddamn stairs like a normal person. But X-Men doesn't want to do that. They want to be slapstick. They want to, oh, we're fumbling over each other. I know that you don't know your powers, but you know that you have powers, right? Yeah. Like, You've been going to the school. What are you doing at Xavier's school? Like Cyclops, <laughs> his power is... People don't realize how powerful Cyclops is. Mm. His optic beams, according to the comic book, can punch a hole through a mountain. When do we see that? Never. He's always scared. You know, I actually saw it in the cartoon. 
the re, uh, X Men Evolution or Evolved or something. I guess he didn't have his uh, his contacts. Contacts. What am I fucking talking? About? He didn't have his glasses, and he was like, "Oh shit, I don't know where I'm at." So then he just opened his eyes like, <laughs> so you could see where the fuck he was at, and you saw through his eyes. All you saw was nothing but red, but you saw through his eyes and yeah. <laughs> he closed his eyes and it was like everything that that you saw before was gone. I was like, holy shit. He is. He's got some dope ass uh, some um, eyelids, man. <laughs> his skin is is uh perfect. Yeah, man. But I mean, if X Men could just get their stuff together and just show us, they they should be fighting at the level that puts Avengers to shame. To be honest with you, like uh, they should be fighting at. They should just be calling out plays, just like a football team. Just like, oh, we're gonna do. Uh, we're going to do the annexation of Puerto Rico. Ah, we haven't been working on that long. Let's do it. And you see it. And the shit's like, yo, that shit worked, bro. <laughs> well, but we, th- we did see some type of camaraderie in uh, Future Pass. When, uh, in the opening sequence, yeah. With in the, the opening sequence and at yeah. the end when they all started to. No, yeah, that's like one of the few exceptions. But that was like. But it was a quick scene for like yeah. five minutes and then. Like, no, I want to see just straight up Everything. war. That shouldn't be the thing that divides them together. The The thing that shouldn't divide them should be, it shouldn't be the fact that, oh, this is our first time fighting together. No, no. You guys went to school together. I know at that Xavier school, you have a professor who could fight and stuff who was shown. Yeah, I got a danger room, a fucking danger room. <laughs> so you guys should not, that should be something that's like second nature to you. That is like, okay, oh, we got to fight. And you should be able to fight with anybody who went to that school. It's like, okay, well, I'm teamed up with this person. I'm teamed up with that person. I'm teamed up with this person. Like, you should guys should be able to get down and throw down. But the fact that you're not able to, dog, you got, what's that dude's name who, who, what you call it, who, who disappears and shit? Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler. The fact that Nightcrawler's on your team should make everything easier because all you got to do is just grab somebody teleport them to somebody else and then just have Wolverine just stab that guy in the face and then he's like, give me a next one Chop. give me a next one he just keeps on constantly just punching people in the face stabbing them in the head just killing people off that's it if that happens in the movie I'm like alright that's teamwork make a dream work that's it <laughs> that's all we need from you uh, what's that Fox yeah well I mean and I mean I've been hearing like rustlings of Maybe Fox might uh might sell it to Disney. Might sell it to Disney. If that happens, I doubt that's gonna happen because why would you sell your your prized possession? Unless you're hurting. Or unless you want some part of it. Well, you know, um Disney's distributing this movie, the Spider Man. Uh-huh. But it's still under, I think, the ownership of Sony and, Col- and Columbia Pictures, because those logos pop up at the beginning of the trailer. They own the film rights to the like the old Spider-Man movies, and I think they didn't want to let go of these rights either. So it's so like it's like co mean? it's like what's a co thing? Yeah. So the the title, so the title slate that we might see might be a long <clears throat> as shit. Then might just be like two more minutes, not two more minutes, like an extra minute. Well, I don't know because Disney. Disney owns Marvel Studios. Okay. So the Marvel Studios logo pops up too. So the Disney logo doesn't have to pop up because the Disney logo did not pop up in any of the Marvel uh, yeah. Avengers movies. So 
We don't have to worry about that. I think the reason why that happened, that the Disney logo didn't pop up, is because there was some people, a lot of people who were like, oh, shit, Disney bought uh, Marvel. Now everything's going to get... Uh, yeah, what you call it watered down kind of stuff. Yeah, it's but. like a marketing thing. If you, if I were to go back in time and tell myself, if I were to go back to 2001 when the first X Men was coming out, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hey, Disney just bought Marvel," I would have laughed. I would have been like, "Oh God, that's that's that that must be horrible." Uh, when really, really it's like, uh, no, not really. Dude. 2001, uh, Incredibles came out, didn't it? No, it came out after that. Okay, way yeah, after yeah. that. Yeah, then I would, I'd have been the same way. I'd have been, oh shit. That was when the first X Men came out, and I was like, yeah, like I was all pumped up for comic book movies, and mm-hmm. I would have been like, wow, that's horrible. When really, it's like, no, they're actually doing a pretty good job. Yeah, they are. They're doing a a good job. I think what they're doing is they just they just tell people like, yo, um, do what you want to do with it. Give us a script after you finish, and. We're just gonna just wash our hands of it. I think they're 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 playing with it not with cat gloves, but with no gloves. <laughs> they're basically just putting their hands up like I don't know what this is. Just do what you want to do with it, and if we're not making no money from it, we're just gonna yank it from you and give it to somebody else, kind of shit. Because Josh Whedon, you saw that uh, his his like Marvel stock started to to plunge a little bit after what was it two? Yeah, and. They got him off of that shit. It was like, yo, man, that's it. That's it for you, B. Uh, we can't have you doing this kind of stuff because people caught on to your little games. <laughs> so you have to go. Because he has a formula, too. I, I believe that all all directors have this formula of what's what's going to happen. Like, uh, Josh Whedon, he likes to put, like, he likes to kill characters that you enjoy in movies. Like, um, there was that character who was always in, uh, what's that guy's name? The Agent. Okay, yeah. It was like, well, there was an agent, and he killed him off. And it was like one of those, like, and it was one of those, he likes to put kill pe- kill off people who are like, they're really no threat, so why would you want to kill him off? He kills the kitten in every goddamn movie. He did it in this, this TV show called Firefly, which Serenity was in, and he killed the pilot that everybody was like, oh, no. When that happened in the movie, I was hurt. <laughs> I was seriously hurt because I used to watch Firefly, and then the sh- and the movie came out, and when it happened, I was like, "No, maybe he's not dead. Maybe he's not dead." And then I found out that he was dead, and uh, that's what Josh Whedon liked to do. He did it in Buffy. Never watched the TV show, but I'm just saying that he did it in Buffy because why the fuck not? You know what I mean? I bet he did it. He he probably killed one of those uh one of those white people. But let's go on to the next thing. <laughs> Um, another trailer that was released uh, recently is War for the Planet of the Apes. Oh, yes. Jill, hey, just Starring Woody know. Harrelson. Yeah. Wasn't that a shock? <laughs> yeah. I was like, Woody? <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, July's going to be lit, man. July has more movies coming out in July than any other month. More more movies that I want to see. But uh, uh, War of the Planet of the Apes. What can I say about this movie? It's an actual war. This one's going to be an actual war. The last one wasn't a war. The first one, was it was building up to it. Well, I mean, it was the catalyst. This one right here is going to be an actual war. But the, here's the thing that gets me. There's some scenes that I see that it was monkeys and human beings, like, working together or something like that. Or just chilling, hanging out together. It seemed like, yeah. Yeah, I saw some of those scenes. So I don't really understand what Woody Harrelson's... I think he just wants to... He said, "Nah, he don't. He don't want that. He don't want them together. He just wants them to be like." 
fuck well, out of here. I mean, just based off of what he's narrating in the trailer. Yeah. He talks about, like, the fear of this world becoming a planet of the apes. Mm-hmm. Q, uh, Q credits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think that's why I think he's, like, that character. Like, he hates apes deep down inside. And he knows yeah, something bad's going to uh They show the scene of him looking at a picture of his daughter or whatever. So, yeah. But we all know what happens because uh, Mark Wahlberg crash lands on the planet later on. No, but this had, this this movie has nothing to do with that planet. Oh, this apes. has nothing to do with that this planet. This is a reboot. Oh, so we're never going to see those apes wear clothes then. <laughs> right. <laughs> or so maybe, they're never going to wear or clothes. Maybe, or maybe they do wear clothes. I don't know. But, yeah, this one, that one was directed by Tim Burton and had nothing to do with this one. That one was supposed to be That just, was a Tim Burton movie too? He directed that. Okay, then I take I, I, earlier today I said that uh, uh, what's the name of that movie? Miss Pilgrim, Miss uh, Peregrine's Home for Peculiar yeah, Children, for Wayward Children. <laughs> I I said uh, to some people, I was like, "Oh yeah, man, that is the least Tim Burton's movies that Tim Burton's ever done." I'm gonna say that Planet of the Apes is the least Tim Burton movie that Tim Burton's has ever done. Yeah, definitely. Because, um, Jesus Christ, I didn't know that he directed that movie. That's how I, man, I totally forgot about that. But I, I commend him for giving us that, uh, what you call it, or him and his crew for giving us the fact that, uh, he's the one who put the mat behind the car to show that people were running fast. Oh, yeah. That whole, that, I remember because I bought that movie. Yes, yes. <laughs> I bought that, that movie. That was my first uh, DVD I ever bought. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> that was the first DVD I ever purchased. That was the first time I ever saw special features. <laughs> I didn't even know what those were. And then that movie had like hours yeah, did, of behind the scenes. And then I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. They attached these really long tarps to the back of these pickup trucks. And then they ran the pickup trucks across the desert. They had the extras on top of the tarp running, mm-hmm. and it made them look like they were running, like hauling ass like yeah. a cheetah. That shit was dope as fuck. <clears throat> I was like, yo, that is... Said, oh, we need something to show that the the apes got power and stuff. And I don't know who came up with that idea, but they shouldn't have patented They should have patented it because I remember as soon as that movie came out, Underworld came out, and they did the same thing. I'm like, hey, they're doing that tarp thing. They're doing that thing. I know how they did that. <laughs> and it's, it's dope as shit, man. It's... uh. It's a cool trick. It's kind of like um, when you get to Universal Studios, you're walking to City Walk. They have like that. Um, I don't even know what that's called, but like you don't have to walk. You just stand on I that thing. I call it a gondola. A gondola? <laughs> what? I call it a gondola. I think that's what they are, man. You just stand there and it just moves. It's like a conveyor belt. Conveyor belt? I I think that's more of a... A gondola a- is a freaking boat in Italy. <laughs> Those like small little boats. <laughs> Gondola. I don't think it's a gondola, Pat. Gondola. Gondola. Gondola ride. Uh, let me see. Definition. Gondola is a traditional flat bottom uh, rowing boat. No, nope, I'm wrong. Yeah, I'm off. That's I'm off. what a gondola is. Um, <laughs> but like, it's like, have you ever ran across that thing? Oh, yeah. It's like the same feeling. Like you start, you feel like you're going like twice as fast, which technically... I think you are kind of going twice as, maybe almost twice as fast, but whatever. We digress. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think this movie, I think this War of the Planet of the Apes is not going to do as well you don't think so? as the previous two. Why you say that? So there was, 
Rise of the Planet of the Apes okay. with James Franco. That's supposed uh-huh. to be the beginning of this series. Mm-hmm. Then you had Dawn. Yeah. Now this one. I think people are going to get, they're going to start getting tired of this franchise. Nah, people don't get tired. <clears throat> I mean, look, we have, uh, in, a, in a world full of, well, it's true. You know why? You know why I say that? Because the last movie, mm-hmm. it did okay in the box office, mm-hmm. but it was like one of those surprise movies. Like people thought, ah, it's going to be stupid. And then when they saw it, they were like, oh, it's not that bad. But like, it was a surprise. This one, I think, I think people are just gonna lose interest. Mm. Even if it is good, even if it is bad, like people to are just be gonna honest, lose. That's how this interest. movie is gonna be: apes versus apes. That's what I thought it was gonna be, but it wasn't. This humans versus apes, and this is supposed to be the last battle. I thought the first battle was the last battle. <laughs> so, um, because after this would be what the actual planet of the apes. Yeah. I guess they're just gonna they're gonna kill the ones that want to resist, and they're just gonna enslave the rest, and they're just not gonna wear any clothes. I thought they were gonna wear clothes, man. But <laughs> I guess not, because I remember in the first movie they showed the spaceship that went into space, and I'm like, oh look, that's Wal- that's Mark Wahlberg, but no, it's not Mark it's, Wahlberg. It's Charlton Heston. Yeah, but they were wearing clothes in the Charleston Heston uh what you call it, uh, Planet of the Apes. But too. this is a complete reboot. They might change it. They may not wear clothes at all. I just want to see an ape wearing a full suit, man. Because <laughs> in Mark Wahlberg's on, they were wearing cop outfits and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> what happened to the world, man? Did they just... Because he, he landed in Washington, D.C. And rather than seeing Abraham Lincoln sitting at a at the, what you call it, at the monument, it was an ape head. It was the, 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 the antagonist, the bad ape. So what happened? <laughs> <laughs> so in the Charlton Heston, Planet of the Apes, Charlton Heston goes into space. He crash lands on this planet full of apes. Then he finds out he actually crash landed on Earth the whole time. It's just that he went through time. He went oh. into the future and he crash landed on Earth. And he was basically crash landed on Earth in the future where like apes evolved and became smarter, or whatever. In mm-hmm. Tim Burton's version, Mark Wahlberg actually does go to a planet of apes. Like it's not like oh, a, that's what happened. Yeah, like it, it. It's it's not like the planet already had apes. Mm-hmm. He the he's in a space station. They send an ape out into space, mm-hmm. um, or no, uh, several apes crash land onto this planet. He goes to rescue them. Mm-hmm. He ends up like skyrocketing into See, the future. Already, I'm like, this is some bullshit. Yeah, there's no possible way that they would get like, oh, we we lost some apes. Let's go rescue them. So then, come on, skyrockets into the future. Mm-hmm. When he crash lands on this planet, now like the whole planet is inhabited by millions of apes. They're mm-hmm. super smart, very intelligent. And then, so he crash lands on the planet. He becomes a slave. His ship is damaged, and is there. And the space station that the that had crashed with those first apes are there. Mm. Well, Mark Wahlberg, He's f- at the turd. end of the movie, he okay. fixes his ship mm-hmm. to go back to Earth and yeah. to go back in time. Yeah. The bad ape that had started that whole planet, mm-hmm. he finds another like little ship. And I guess he goes back in time as well. But he goes back in time before Mark Wahlberg 
goes back in time. Like 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 imagine okay. like imagine Mark Wahlberg came back to two thousand four. The ape came back to like two nineteen eighty or something. Mm-hmm. So by the time Mark Wahlberg gets back to two thousand four, like it's already inhabited by apes. That's why this movie sucked because it's confusing as hell to tell. I oh you know another interesting thing uh, interesting thing about that DVD that DVD mm. had a, a paper in the inside of it like a little uh, brochure thing that actually mapped out the the sequence of what the hell happened because that's how confusing the movie was. I remember when I saw that movie with my parents, we all walked out scratching our heads like, wait, what the fuck happened? How? And then when I bought that DVD, they actually had to explain it. Wait a minute. Oh, man. There's holes all over this goddamn movie because I'm like, all right, so an ape comes back to our planet, our planet, and then he just, he, he rewrites history. He, so he he's creates Abraham a revolution. Lincoln. He's Abraham Lincoln. That's why they, and then he, I guess, teaches all these apes or whatever, makes them all intelligent really fast, mm-hmm. <laughs> like lightning fast before yeah. Mark Wahlberg gets back. And they build those centuries fast because he must have went there when Abraham Lincoln. Yo, he was Abraham Lincoln. (laughs) So he must have been Abraham. I don't know what happened. I don't get it. I didn't even. Yeah, I saw the movie. I I bought the movie and I saw it. I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. Special features were dope. They were talking about uh, some of those monkeys look like Michael Jackson. Some of those monkeys look like Michael Jackson. And. I like how they did the whole outfit and stuff like that with the they had the stilts on their hands and stuff so they can run around. It was man, the special features were better than the movie. It made more sense than the movie. Shit. Who who wrote that? <laughs> who wrote that movie? Was it Tim Burton? Cuz yo, he's usually simple with his movies, man. He he likes to go for visuals. His his, his story and stuff like that are really really simple. I don't know what happened. He must have tried. He must have tried real hard on that one. <laughs> Timmy Tim. But, um, damn, I was going to say something else about that whole Planet of the Apes thing. I mean, I'm looking forward to this new one. It's coming out in July. We have a lot of movies coming out in July. I believe Guardians of the Galaxy is coming out in July, too. Um... So, Planet of the Apes, the 2001 version, was written by William Broyles Jr., mm. who also wrote Castaway, Apollo 13, The Polar Express, Jarhead. It was also written by Lawrence Connor, who wrote The Sopranos. Oh, shit. What, which episodes? <laughs> and Mark Rosenthal, who... Oh, no. Oh, no. What happened? Mark Rosenthal, who wrote Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, which is the worst Superman of the series. Really? That's the one where he fights nuclear, man. Oh, I remember (laughs) that, man. (laughs) Oh, man, I remember that movie. That's the one that also had a... Oh, my God. Gene Hackman returns as uh, Lex Luthor. It had Ducky from Pretty in Pink, the little nerdy guy from uh, Two and a Half Men. Really? That was the worst one? I thought that one with Richard Pryor was the worst one. I think the one with Richard Pryor was actually like an inch better. Part 4 was bad, man. Part 4, they made up powers that Superman didn't even have. Like what? Like, 
there was a like a wall destroyed mm-hmm. and he just looked at the wall and the wall just built itself back up again like the bricks just stacked each other up he had jedi powers <laughs> yeah. oh man yeah, and he could look at people and make them fly well, i mean he can make people fly by looking at them what yeah he does that in the movie there's a lady falling and he looks at her and he like stops her fall he was a jedi that it just gave up <clears throat> no production value I mean, well, that was the one that, remember, he went, he turned the earth reverse, and then he Yeah, that was part one. That, that was a power that he doesn't have. He can't really do that. No, yeah, it was kind of ridiculous, but the movie as a whole. Was a good movie. Was a it good was. movie, and Superman 4 was, it's a, dude, okay, this is how bad it was. Mm. And I showed you the, I showed you the Honest trailer for this they they did they, they did an honest trailer. Oh my god! Where they recycle the same shot of him flying in front mm-hmm. of a green screen throughout the whole movie. Every time you see him fly, it's literally the same shot over and over again. That's how bad it was, man. That's how bad it was. They just ran out of movie. Man, out of movie. They ran out of money. Maybe they did run out of movie. I think they I, ran I, out of film. I, I I really do think they ran out of money. But. Uh, <laughs> There we go, man. I think maybe Mark Rosenthal was the one who ruined that script for Planet of the Apes. <laughs> he was the one who says, we got to confuse the shit out of everybody. <laughs> that's the only way we can make a good movie that's be that's going to be worth talking about in 2016. It was either that or like Tim Burton just kept walking back into the room and say, guys, this has to be a different Planet of the Apes movie. And they like rewrote the script 500 times. Guys, it's still not different. And they, he just kept doing it until they just got confused and confused the script themselves. So he went to another planet, yeah. and then he came back to our planet. But the evil in the movie, do they show that scene of the evil guy coming back to our? They planet? They don't. You have to just like assume that that happened. They give How little. How am I supposed to assume that though? <laughs> How am I supposed to assume that he went back to our planet? Unless he's like, oh, oh, I'm gonna get one of these other spaceships, and then I'm just gonna go. Dude, I gotta rewatch this movie. You have to assume it because the space station that the ape originally came to that planet in is still functional. Okay. But it's like there isn't that many clues for you to be like, oh, that's what happened. Like, but I can't understand how one ape can just come back to Earth and then like and just teach, run shit, teach all the all apes. these other apes. And, and you then would you're think that try to come would... at the humans. And think, dude, we're ignorant now. <laughs> if you're talking about from the 19, like from the 1700s, how ignorant they'll be, dude, those apes will get killed. <laughs> you you end up starting to talk, demon. They will think that you're a demon. They will burn you at the stake. It just doesn't make any sense. But you know what's funny about it? I just remember at the end when Mark Wahlberg lands at Washington D.C., him on the steps, and then he just throws his hand up and just throws it at his side like. <sighs> he just sits down like, oh man. <laughs> so there's no humans on that earth? I think they, yeah, there are humans, but they're like enslaved. Like you're a criminal. Oh. Wow. That's uh, funny. The ape well. is basically like a Hitler. That doesn't make any sense, man. So, you know what? This this Planet of the Apes movie, that the series that's coming out, this has to be the best Planet of the Apes series ever. Dude, do you remember watching the old school one? Like the TV shows and shit? No, I never saw it. You never saw those? 
I remember there was apes who were shooting each other. There was like they were going they were going to war with each other in that uh Planet of the Apes movie. I saw the original movie with Charlton Heston. Um Yeah, I saw that too. I mean, obviously it's a dated film, but I could see why it's it's considered, you know, a classic. Yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> so what else is on the <clears throat> docket? Well, now for the main topic, Rogue One. Yep. Comes out December 15th. It's just a couple days away from today that we're recording this episode. But you guys are going to be listening to this on the day Thursday. And if it's uh, at 5 o'clock, I know some of you uh, premature uh, watchers (laughs) will be watching it. Actually, I should be watching it today, too. Yeah, because what you call it, uh, Martin, who's a fan of the show, a friend of the show, he uh, bought some tickets for us. So we'll be watching that at a... A movie theater, amateur or something. You were on the Facebook thread. You just no, never I ju- no, I, no, because I can because <laughs> I'm working. Unfortunately, uh, that's why. Yeah, so um, that movie's coming out. We'll be watching it on Thursday, and I don't know. Maybe I'll Facebook it or I live. Not the actual movie, but reactions to yeah, it. Yeah, you should I think do, it's you about should like do like a, little, a live video. Yeah, it's gonna be like five or six of us. So we watch this movie. Hopefully, it's gonna be dope. The reviews have been good from what you've told me. I haven't yeah. looked at the reviews, but I plan on uh, watching movie. I don't really look at reviews, though. No, I, I don't either. But sometimes it's just it's a little reassuring. Um, first of all, when you go to the premiere, I think you should do a live video mm-hmm. and you should do a Snapchat with the cute little filters on Martin. <laughs> Put like little <laughs> give him like princess eyes and stuff <laughs> so that people can see. Who Martin yeah. is? Who who's this guy? And take pictures of his pants. Yeah, hopefully he's wearing pants. Hope he's um, not wearing any shorts. All right. So going back to Rogue One. Uh, so far, George Lucas has said that now he can die happy after watching Rogue One. That's pretty cool. That's from Or Georgie Boy. Or Georgie Boy. Um, Kevin Smith has said that this movie is almost as good as Empire Strikes Back. That's pretty reassuring. Uh, Chris Hardwick. But he said almost. As almost, good. but like, I'm fine with almost. He said almost as good. Empire Strike Back. Well, oh no, that Empire was the one that didn't have that much talking. There was a lot more action in that movie than there was. This is Luke. I am your father. This yeah. is the em- yeah. There was a, like, this is the legend. Oh, that one did have a lot of talking. It did. It had. It, that's where he meets Yoda. Yeah. But it, it was just powerful, man. It was just a powerful, powerful movie. Yeah. So. <clears throat> now, granted, yes, this movie is more of a military. We may style not see movie. any more. We, there's not gonna be no Jedi's in this movie. Yeah, there's no Jedi's, which is dope. Actually, there are Jedi's. I found out. I don't. I don't I'm gonna. Get, I'm gonna say spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Main character's mom is a Jedi. Of course, of course, because we all have that. Uh, that relatives who's a Jedi. Really? Um, yeah, she's a Jedi. I find out. Who, I, I, I found out that she's a, a Jedi. Um, he's a scientist. The the father. He's the one that creates this technology. Oh, so he's a Jedi too. The dude, the I, guy who always plays the evil guy. I don't think he's a Jedi. He his wife is a Jedi. Uh, and Jedi are not supposed I'm about to marry. Something real sexist what? right now. But <laughs> she's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> but she's a woman. <laughs> I mean, how much of a Jedi is she? 
<laughs> she Jedi on them dishes. I'm just tripping. So they do show Jedi's butt. You never see like a lightsaber in the whole film. Really? So this Wait, is going to be. Darth Vader's in the movie. Darth Vader's in the movie, but he's not fighting like anyone. So. <laughs> okay, hold up. Because earlier before we before we started recording this podcast, uh, Kevin told me that, yeah, man, you get to see Darth Vader uh, home. His home is the, the plan that he got burnt in. So are we just going to see the life of Vader? At his home, just taking <laughs> off his jacket, putting on his uh, inside coat, putting on his shoes, making dinner and shit. <laughs> like Mr. Sit, Rogers, he walks in like Mr. Rogers. Sit at a table alone. <laughs> Dude, I think we should shoot that. We should shoot Vader Week. Hey on. there, neighbor. <laughs> you see him, like, you see him all alone, like, making dinner, and then he just sitting at a table alone. <laughs> <laughs> he just eating. What you call it? Oh, no. We should show him cooking. And then when he's at the table, we should show him it's a microwavable food because the food that he tried to cook didn't work for him. So it was like, fuck. It got burned. Isn't that irony? <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be fucking hilarious. But uh, do we have any? Oh, we have a Darth Vader. Ladies and gentlemen, just so you guys know, we actually have access to this really funny soundboard. Mm-hmm. And we've got some pretty cool sound effects. I just found some Darth Vader ones. Yeah, uh, if you guys want to check out the soundboard, is uh, what is it, realmofdarkness.net? Yeah, it's a dope ass soundboard. I just found out about it and um, I'm in love with it. <laughs> Join me, and together we can rule the galaxy as father and son. That's actually taken from the movie or this one? Good that work. Is? Yeah, this is all from the movies. Does, do they have- I am your father. To believe that was a secret, that was like one of those lines that he hid from everybody. Man. That's pretty cool. So, what's the name's reaction? Was his real, true reaction? That was his true reaction. Impossible. <laughs> no! Well, Impossible. no, actually, I don't I forgot exactly how the story goes. In the script, mm-hmm. George Lucas changed the line to say, oh, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He killed your father. And I think that's why Luke reacted that way. Mm. That's impossible or whatever. And then they changed the line in post to I am your father. Hmm. God damn. And I think they did that on purpose. <laughs> like they changed it in post so that the actors wouldn't spoil it whenever they got interviewed. Oh shit. Damn. But um eh, I mean for the most part, everything that we've uh, we guessed about the movie is spot on, right? Yeah. So far, um, we said that um, this planet that is that the movie is going to focus on at some point in the movie called Jeddah is basically a planet that harbors like these crystals. They're called kyber crystals. These are the crystals that Jedi use to put inside the handle of their lightsaber, and that's what gives the lightsaber the power and its color. Um, the Empire is going to harvest these crystals to create the powerful beam that the Death Star shoots out that destroys the planets. You know, now it makes fucking perfect sense in uh, episode eight why the Death Star or whatever, the Star-Lord, whatever thing they had, they had to use the sun because they couldn't have any more of those crystals because no more of those crystals exist. Exactly. But there are some (laughs) questions here and there. Um, I think... Because in one of the trailers, I believe it's in trailer two of Rogue One, you see the main character as a little girl. 
her mom tells her something and she puts a necklace around her neck mm-hmm. that has a little crystal on it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that crystal has to be a kyber crystal. Question is, what happens to that necklace? Because I think the fact that they focused on it in the in the trailer mm-hmm. means something. That crystal is going to have an important part in the entire Star Wars universe, like in the whole cinematic universe. Because I like they always do that as like a clue. Like yeah. we're focusing on this because you know maybe um, because I know I read online that um, in the future in the Star Wars universe, those crystals become like super rare to find. Like, it's super hard. Mm-hmm. So, Kylo Ren, the villain in in Star Wars Episode Eight, the reason why his lightsaber is, like, all, like, shaky. and he's not using those crystals. It's not that he's, no, it's, no, he actually does find a crystal, but it's, like, broken. It's cracked. Oh, shit. Maybe that's the crystal. Maybe the one that goes so around her neck. So, it why he has, because I remember when I was looking at a video that was from uh, Nerdist. And the dude who was talking about why is Kylo Ren's uh, lightsaber so fucked up and shit. And he was saying, like, those are exhaust ports on the side. So yeah. he probably had to do that just so he can actually get that beam, that one beam that going straight up. He had to make those shits go out through the side just so he can get that control. Oh, okay. That's dope then. His, You know, I like finding out about stuff that I like. And I find out more shit about it later on. Like, okay, that just makes me more, I'm more in like with it now. Yeah. Because that sword, uh, that saber was already like, oh, that's cool. I thought the the side things were supposed to be like a hilt, like how people like in those medieval times, yeah, yeah, they had those things just so they could stab somebody who's real close. And he, you saw that he did that in the movie yeah. when he was fighting Effin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he stabbed him in the shoulder with the shit. I'm like, oh, okay. It's just for, you know, when close battles kind of stuff. And on top of that. Uh, it's like a hand guard too. Like yeah, it protects the hand your guard, hand. Protects your hand kind of stuff. Now find out. If that's the reason, if it's the just the the plain fact that um, it's just so he can release some more energy, so he can have that one beam, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> so, um, wait, what was I saying? Okay, so going back to the crystal, I think the crystal is going to have a huge part in the whole story. Um, and <laughs> we have um, we have characters that are in the movie. That appear on the Star Wars Rebel TV show. Mm-hmm. So I think there's going to be something big with that. Uh, so far, I think people have noticed in the trailers, uh, you see vehicles mm-hmm. that were on the show on mm-hmm. Star Wars Rebels, yeah. uh, which is going to be cool that they're connecting this whole universe together. That it's not just the movie, but it's also the TV shows have something to do with it. Um, I still think there's a huge secret in this movie that no one knows about. And we're going to be shocked when we see it around the end of the film. You think so? Yeah. There's not going to be no... uh, I doubt that there's going to be anything like Marvel where... You stay until the end of the credits, and they're gonna show us another scene. I doubt. Oh no, I don't think I don't think there's gonna be a secret after the credits, but something's gonna happen at the end of the movie that we're it's gonna make us gasp. But why, dog? There's like three. There's like two movies ahead of this movie. Everything that anything that happens in this movie, we already knew about previously. How many years is that? That's like ten years in between those movies. What? There's nothing that that we're gonna see that ain't new. I don't know. Maybe we might see Jar Jar Banks actually die. No, no, no. We might no. see him die. No. I think I think it's gonna be something that connects episodes one, two, and three with four, five, and six, but somehow 
may have some type of connection to 8, 9, and 10. Mm. Or 7, 8, and 9, I mean. I'm sorry. I don't know. Well, maybe FN is related to uh, uh, Lando. Lando Calrissian. Because, you know, everybody's connected in the family. And I, I've been saying that I hate I. I hate that about Star Wars. I hate that about a lot of movies that everybody who has, who is like the world is being destroyed or something is happening with the galaxy or something like that. They're all connected. They're doing that in Guardians of the Galaxy. You find out that a uh, Star Lord is he's his father is some type of special guy. So I'm I'm sick and tired of this. Everybody's connected. We're all family. Because if I lived in that universe and I see that, well, look at this. This whole thing is happening because of some domestic violence. Somebody didn't pass the salt at Thanksgiving dinner. And I'm pissed off about it because now he's over here about to destroy my planet. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that kind of stuff. It should be like a global thing. I don't like the fact that they're making it like a family dispute. Or maybe, I don't know, or maybe someone... Maybe they make... Uh, they, they briefly show... Mm characters that are supposed to be the parents of Rey in Star Wars Episode 7. Maybe. Uh, maybe Boba Fett makes a cameo. Like a young Boba Fett. That'd be cool. Or a young Lando. Well, they just hired. Oh, they just hired, yeah. This, so uh, he can't Donald Glover, so I don't think he's going to be in the movie. Well, I mean, I remember when you were talking about uh, Boba Fett and I don't know if you said on the podcast, but you would like to see Boba Fett actually uh, disintegrate people. Disintegrate people. I think right, let's ma- let's make a quick list of what we need to see in Rogue One. <laughs> uh-huh. What we wish to see. I want to see Boba Fett disintegrate people. Mm-hmm. I would like to see not in Rogue One, but I would like to see uh, Boba Fett just fight his way out of the trench of uh, whatever that beast was. The Sarlacc pit. Yeah, I really want to see him fight his way out because you said that in the in the book, in the comic book that you read, that he actually fought his way out just by. Uh, yeah, he blows it up. Blows it up. Yeah, he blows it up and like flies out of the explosion. That's dope. <laughs> they never show him being that awesome in the movies. Nope. He's he's like, he's like the cool guy, without actually no work. Like, it's like one of the people who are just cool and you like, what does he do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just cool, man. Like, at least Darth Maul in episode one, he was cool, but you saw him fight. You're like, yo, he is badass. Yeah. Even though he died in, like, the sorriest way, but. Actually, he didn't die. I'm not really sure they're going to go with that. Oh, that's right. Because of the Clone Wars. Yeah. But the way he got chopped in half was really fucking stupid. True. Fair enough. Like, he watches Obi-Wan jump over him. He watches Obi-Wan grab the lightsaber in the air. And he you know doesn't what, do anything about it. You know what he should have did? I always want to see somebody, like, when they flip over him, if the person who's being flipped over, if they can just, like, before the person hits the floor, just use your force power and just push him so he just loses balance, like, boom, <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> well, that's what, I mean, Obi-Wan did that to Anakin. Anakin was flying over him. He like cuts just, his legs and arms in the air while he's in the air. Like, fuck out of here with that move. That doesn't work on me. <laughs> This is work on me. <laughs> I made like that I move. Tr- yeah, exactly. Like I made that move, dude. I made that move, man. What are you trying to do? <laughs> what else? What else do we need to see? Um, um Oh, I really want to see it doesn't have to be long, but I really want to see uh a ground warfare kind of battle cuz my whole thing going into Rogue One, I thought it was going to be like uh Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now meets uh Black Hawk Down kind of okay. shit. Okay. Cuz uh I whole thing 
because I remember when uh, somebody was trying to put this in layman terms that they're gonna make Rogue One, and I'm like, I don't know what it is. It's, yo, it's like, it's like the military. It's like the rogues, the the rebels versus the military kind of thing. I'm like, okay. Say, so, yo, it's like Black Hawk Down. That's what's gonna happen because they're gonna get the. I'm like, what? I'm like, yo, that's that's awesome, man. I'm like, so they're gonna be in the trenches and stuff. Like, yeah, it's gonna be like a World War One, World War Two kind of movie, but like more Black Hawk Down because they have what they need and they just gotta get out. But it's like a small band of uh, a small group. And I'm like, dog, that's dope. I would really like to see some type of. Uh, battle like that because the coolest battle that i saw was in the ch- in in star wars universe was one of it was in a, a crappy movie but it was the one where uh, <clears throat> they finally released the clones and they were fighting uh the robots yeah. but all you see is like it was on the dust planet and so all you see is nothing but dust but you see just like blasters just going through and i'm like yo this is it man this is awesome man i was like i was into that but they didn't even show it that long like the fight didn't go on that long but yeah, okay. So a lot of ground warfare. Yeah, I mean they showed it in the movies, but they did the same thing in the. I think it was the second, the second Star Wars. Uh, oh, yeah, Empire Strikes Back. Empire, no, no, in the snow. What? No, no, the second, not the. Oh, yeah. Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Attack of the Clones. That yeah, that one. They showed it in that one. They also showed it in uh, Empire Strikes Back. Which one? I guess that's the one that everybody said that's the best one. Yeah. It is. That, it is. <laughs> it Don't is? shake your head. I gotta. I gotta rewatch these movies. Rewatching, man. Empire Strikes Back is the one that makes you feel something. When you I'm watch, gonna watch it from one to eight. Before I can watch it before well, eight hasn't come out. One to seven. One to seven. I'll go watch it from one to seven, and I'm gonna watch it before the what you call it before uh, Thursday. <sighs> I don't know. I take that back. You know what? Fuck one, two, three. Fuck it. I'm not gonna watch that. Nah, nah. I really want to see the Attack of the Clones. I really want to watch that. All you have to do is watch that battle scene. You don't have to watch the whole <laughs> just movie. watch the battle scene. Yeah, maybe I could just watch the battle scene because that's really what I want to watch. That movie's so retarded. Then I could watch. I love you, but I can't love you. But we can't live this lie. It's like oh the gosh. lines are so cheesy, man. Yeah, man. When okay. he starts talking about sand, I hate sand. It gets everywhere. <laughs> Like he had a British accent or something. Then no, he, he did it. He didn't. No, he just sounded like an idiot. That wasn't even. He's a little good. kid, man. A kid. Well, how old was he? Well, he was supposed to be like eighteen or nineteen in that movie. I've said some dumb stuff at eighteen and nineteen. <sighs> <laughs> you gotta get was uh, Andrew Garfield. What's his name? That's Andrew Garfield. Hayden Christensen. Hate Hayden Christensen, man. He stopped acting because of that, dude. Yeah. Poor guy. Poor guy. He had it the worst out of everybody. Did you see in the in the one of the trailers? To, um, I'm going back to the whole ground warfare. Uh, one of the characters who I think is going to be badass in the movie. His name is uh, Baze, Blaze, Maze. Is that the Phase Baze? I don't even the Hawaiian know. looking guy. The yeah, Samoan looking guy. Where yeah. he shoots the missile to the ATAT walker. Yeah, and the walker like turns his head and like looks back at him. Oh yeah. Badass man. It looks yo. It's like the fact that they were over here running towards the walkers is already like, <laughs> oh my gosh, man. When I saw that, like, that's a suicide mission, dope. man. Oh my, like God. that's the real Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, because it's like it's it's a losing battle, man. But it may not be since it, it seemed like they they take some time to to power up and shoot because it's like two, two. Maybe you might have some time to die. But just one shot though, 
<laughs> like destroys a house. So, so it's like fair enough. So it does take time to reload, but if you get hit, you're dead. Yeah, if you get hit, you're dead. But <sighs> it's it, like it's one it of shoots, those things you got to run into zigzag. Yeah, but it shoots at the the the, the at the speed of is that the, it shoots at the same speed as one of those rifles, right? Oh, I don't know. Because I know they said that the rifle shoots at the same, the top speed of a rifle shoots at the same top speed as a guy who's kicking a soccer ball. If I could dodge a soccer ball as most as the most athletic soccer player kicking a football, a soccer ball towards your face, I could dodge that. I could probably dodge one of those ATs uh, blasts. But the blast is thick, though. Like I said, it could destroy like a house. So that's a. I played thick, dodgeball before. That's a thick laser. We got to put this to, to the test. Like dodging a soccer ball is easy because the soccer ball is like this wide. Imagine a soccer ball the size of this table coming at you. Just catch. <laughs> it's a little bit harder. I mean, there's really no dodging that. You just you just got to run in a straight line and just hopefully the guy who's uh, who's driving and shooting, they're not coordinated oh, like man. the X-Men. <laughs> Maybe they won't be coordinated. So he just runs straight. He's running straight for us. Shoot him. I can't. <laughs> you keep on moving ahead. <laughs> I know that there's going to be a lot of a lot more X-Wings. There's going to be like a good like there's going to be a good ground battle mm-hmm. and there's going to be a good dog battle in, in the in so space. So how long is this movie going to be? Two hours. Just two hours? Yeah. Usually when there's like a war movie, there's like an hour strictly for like the actual battle. I don't think this is going to happen in this movie. I think it's going to be more like episode seven. Because the, the battle was... It was short, but it was good. Even though... I mean, I only saw like four X-Wings get shot out of the sky. And it says, we lost half our fleet. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> what are you talking yeah, about, a man? A fleet of eight? <laughs> Why? <laughs> you just lost half of them. What happened? <laughs> but, I mean... What else do we need to see? Um, I know you said there's not going to be no lightsabers in here. But I would like to see one at least turn on. I think I'm okay. You okay? I'm, I, I've you don't want to see Darth Vader at least kill somebody? Without the lightsaber, though. I want to see him like crush someone's throat with his Jedi powers or something. Or just like launch somebody or out of the Or I would like to see him in space. <coughs> his, uh, like him in the dogfight. Yes. i like to okay. see him in a dogfight. Yes. That would be dope. Darth Vader. TIE Fight Fighter. Mm-hmm. I like to see him in a dogfight kind of thing. Um, I would like to see that planet uh, be destroyed. I want to see them how the beam looks, how the beam looks when they, they're first trying it out. Is the beam as uh, as pretty as it is in episode four, or is it just like little? Because you know you probably what, gotta do like fine tweaks to it. What I think is cool is that it's gonna eclipse the sun before it blasts the planet. Really? They show that in the trailer. It's like there's an eclipse in the in the sky and it's the death star covering the sun. It's like in front of the sun and then that's gonna be that's dope. That's, yeah. That's dope. And people gonna be on the planet too, right? Yeah. I would really like to see some shots of people before they die. Just for the the drama in it. I need the drama. Cause they did it in seven where you saw the planet being destroyed they didn't have to kill those moons they didn't have to shoot down those moons but it was just like you're in the way well i think no i think there was a reason why i think there were people on those moons too oh for real that were part of the rebellion god damn yeah 
I want to see it just like that because they showed the people and it was like one of those you can't really do anything. I would like to see like a mom hugging her baby. Some people probably trying to get away, but it's like one of those I can't get. And I want to see the heroes actually a narrow escape. Maybe a Millennium Falcon. I don't want to see uh, Han Solo. I would like to see like maybe he just flies by like, oh shit, what's going on here? Yes. <laughs> I just want to see him just fly by and just he just takes off something. I just want to see mention of the Millennium Falcon. That'll be dope. Maybe parsec. As you two. wish. <laughs> maybe a parsec or two. Maybe one of those. And um, I would like to see Darth Vader getting dressed. Like the whole thing, how they did when they dropped his helmet on his head. Impressive. That'd be they, dope too. They are going to show that. They are? Most they're, impressive. They're going to show. Wow, this is long. <laughs> uh, they're going to show. This is another spoiler alert. It's apparently. Um, I think it looks like more like a less technological version of it. Of his helmet? Like, no, not his helmet, but like that chamber that he's in. Mm-hmm. It's going to look more primitive. The the chamber that's in on the Death Star. The chamber, okay, in Empire Strikes Back, he's mm-hmm. sitting in a chamber yeah. with his helmet off. Yeah. And a guy walks into the room and you see the back of Darth Vader's head mm-hmm. and you see like the, the helmet coming on. They're going to show something like that. Mm. They're going to show something like that, but I think it's supposed to look more primitive. All right. That's dope too. I mean, there's a lot of things that we're expecting from this movie. I know it may not deliver on all of them. But I think I hit on some points. Oh, and Donnie Yen, man, I want to see. Yeah, I want to see him kick. I know, ass. I know, I know, he's gonna kick ass. But I think what we saw was just a sample of it on the trailer. So I want to see him die in a heroic fashion. Maybe trying to save a kid from uh, the planet exploding. Like he throw a kid on the spaceship or something. Because I know he ain't gonna be in the future episodes. So if he's gonna die, I hope he die heroically. I don't want him to just die like. Just getting shot. If he gets shot, I want him to at least kill two guys <laughs> after he gets shot or something like that. He shouldn't just just get shot and just croak. Okay. Who else? Uh, the dude from Night of. Uh, what I want from him? Mm, nothing really. <laughs> Hope. Uh, well, I don't really, I, I don't really know too much about his character though. All I know, he says that uh, where we're going. He said, "What's the call name?" Rogue, uh, Rogue One. That's all he says. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, I didn't feel it because uh, it's in the trailer. Maybe in the movie, dude. To be honest, they shouldn't have showed that in the trailer. That should have been one of those things that like the surprise. Yeah, in the movie, like, oh, what are we gonna call it? Kind of thing. Said so, uh, in the movie. If that would have happened in the movie, they never would have showed it in the trailer. That's one of those pop moments that the crowd's like, yeah, kind of like, yeah, you're fucking right, you're going to call it Rogue One, bitch, kind of thing. But, no, nah, I mean, the movie, uh, I've never, no, nah, I can't say it. I was about to say, I never went to a movie theater and saw a Star Wars movie and disappointed. I did, because I went to go see the first, the, the, the one that came out 2002. That was episode two? Yeah. <laughs> no, t- episode one was 2001? Yeah. That was the one that I was like, um, I'm like, I'm supposed to like this. <laughs> Episode two, it was like, ugh. And then when three came out, the best part is when he says, I hate you. And I was like, 
I mean, it's Star Wars, man. <laughs> and then that's when all the talk started happening. This is Star Wars. It's not meant for us. It's meant for our kids. Yeah, yeah. Dude, we're, we're still, fresh out of high school, bro. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> for our kids. What I unfortunately can I get erased from my mind is the whole, no, <laughs> that I can't. Yeah. Oh, I think I have it. <laughs> no, for real. No! <laughs> That's so bad. It's so cheesy. It is. It is. Darth Vader doesn't say no. This is young Darth Vader. If I would have filmed Star Wars Episode 3, if I would have directed it, I would have had it more epic. I would have had him coming off of the table, and I would have made him more like uh, like Frankenstein, where you know he has new legs. He's not used to it. So he kind of stumbles a little bit, and he's like kneeling down. And you do a close-up shot of his helmet. Mm -hmm. And all you hear is his breathing. His first breath. You know, you just hear the... And then he slowly stands up. Like, he gets the strength to slowly stand up. And then you hear for the first time... Dun, 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 dun. That's it. No, there's no... No, no, none of that. This is really long. It's a lot of breathing. <laughs> but um, I think that's it for the episode, ladies and gents. Um, if you're going to the movies, be safe. Um, and when you watch that movie, you can leave us a comment on our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitter, our Gmail. What's going on, man? And every other platform, social media platform that we have out there. Um, see you at the next night. I hope everybody enjoyed that song. That song was Duel of the Fates, composed and written by John Williams for the film Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Yeah. This is probably like one of the better. Yeah, uh, that's the best thing to come out of uh, Star Wars Episode One. I would really like to, I just realized that I would like to hear that played on on uh, like a rock band play that song. Just as that dun 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 dun, I would like to hear like a guitar riff of that. You know, it's probably out there on uh, in YouTube, on the internet, somebody doing something like that. But uh, this song really, when I saw the movie, I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is gold. This is gold right here. But um, yeah, I uh, hope everybody enjoyed the episode. If we were wrong at any point in this podcast, you are sure to leave us a comment. You know, why am I even saying that? Because this is the internet, and there's no repercussions for your actions. So I know that you guys are going to leave the comments anyways. So <laughs> so apparently we haven't been wrong. <laughs> it's kind of like a reverse psychology. Yeah. Yeah, we've been right this whole time. And you know what? That's just boosting up our confidence. And we'd like to thank you. Damn, you sound a little bit like Donald Trump there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but listen to this.
one of the dopest parts of the I know there's another dope part that's coming up, but I don't know when. Was but, it the part that I was talking about earlier? Yeah. Oh, that's it's coming up soon. Oh. Right now it dies down cuz mm-hmm. it gets soft and then yeah. it starts building up for the climax. See, it's this right here. This made the movie. I think this whole sequence was done phenomenal in the whole uh, first movie because there was a the Jedi's were dueling and then outside uh, young Potter on uh, Palpatine What's that chick's name Natalie Portman Padme. Padme all these peas oh right here right here build it up here you go volume up yeah I really wish I could play a goddamn instrument, but I can't. Cause even if I I can only play like a violin or something, and this is the only song I can play, I, I will definitely play the shit out of this. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't really play this. I mean, some people could play Duel and Dragons or Duel and Banjos. I can play um, Duel of the Fates. Duel of the Fates. So uh, who's more epic? <laughs> but I uh, hope everybody enjoyed this episode. See you next week. And listen. And may the force be with you. Yeah, thank you. That's a, that's how you're supposed to end this goddamn show. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>